ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Glyphosate is the most commonly used herbicide in the world and in Australia right now the subject of a landmark court case. Lucy Cooper filed this report. On Monday the 4th of September, a landmark trial begun in Australia. The case, a class action involving more than 800 Australians who've been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin lymphoma. They allege their cancer is linked to their exposure to Roundup, a broad-spectrum glyphosate-based herbicide between July 1976 and July 2022. So what's the aim of the trial? To determine if glyphosate, the key ingredient in Roundup, is carcinogenic to humans and causes non-Hodgkin lymphoma. If that is accepted by the court, the trial would then seek to determine whether the manufacturer, Monsanto, and its Australian division, Huntsman Chemical Company, were negligent for the risks posed by its products. If the applicants are successful, the trial could have significant regulatory implications in Australia. Morris Blackburn is running the class action. Here's one of their lead lawyers, Andrew Watson, to explain the intention of the trial. Well, in 2015, the International Agency for the Research on Cancer um, declared that glyphosate, which is the active ingredient of the uh, Roundup product uh, that's sold by Monsanto, was a probable human carcinogen. Uh, Since that time, Monsanto's behaved uh, like uh, many multinationals who hear uh, evidence that they don't uh, like and that impacts on their profit and and it's engaged effectively in a campaign of trying to uh, uh, create confusion about the science and uh, a campaign with regulators and others. Uh, But uh, what that led to is us initiating this proceeding some years ago uh, in order to obtain compensation for those people who had developed non-Hodgkin's lymphoma uh, as a result of their exposure to Roundup. Roundup, the glyphosate product in question, continues to be sold in Australia. You could purchase it today at your local hardware store if you wanted to. And Monsanto's parent company, Bayer, insists Roundup is safe. So why is glyphosate important? Why is it used and what on? According to the Australian Pesticides and Veterinary Medicines Authority, glyphosate is a herbicide used to control weeds in agriculture, public and industrial areas, and in home gardens. It's been registered for use in Australia for over 40 years and is the most widely used herbicide in the world. It's used on the majority of farms in Australia, from sugarcane to horticulture, grains and oil seeds. Andrew Wiedemann, a Victorian farmer and research and development spokesperson with Grain Producers Australia, says the broad-spectrum weed killer has transformed grain growing in Australia and around the world, providing weed control without the need to cultivate and eliminating the horror dust storms of the early 1980s. When it comes to glyphosate, obviously that's probably the world's choice in terms of weed control. You cast your mind back in 82, but uh, I first came home on the farm uh, in that era and the dust storms that were around then and you look at the way agriculture is today uh, and the way that's transformed and the way that we're growing, the amount of grain that we're growing, it's all on the back essentially of the use of glyphosate. 
Glyphosate is most commonly used in no-till or minimum tillage systems. Tillage controls weed growth by ploughing and cultivating, but because glyphosate is a broad-spectrum weed killer, it means farmers aren't required to till. Crops and pastures are simply planted into soil with the previous crop's residues. No-till farming benefits include less soil erosion, reduced fuel and labour costs and greater conservation of water. So if glyphosate was to be banned in Australia, what would that actually mean? For backyard gardeners, it means no more quick fix for weeds. But what about those with much bigger backyards? Farmers. All the benefits from no-till farming will lose those because there is no alternative to glyphosate. I know that we've got, obviously, we've got other products on the market that we have used in the past and continue to use. But some of those are already banned. For example, paraquat has already been banned in most jurisdictions around the world, but we still have it. But none of those alternatives will replace glyphosate as it is. So it is going to be having a big impact on our farming system, especially on no-till farming. And we should be thinking about what can we do to replace glyphosate in case it happens. It's not a panic situation, but it's something that we should be thinking about, at least in the short to medium term. That's Victorian-based crop scientist and consultant Harm Van Rees. In response to claims from peak agricultural bodies that they are alarmed by attacks on glyphosate because it's an important toolbox for farming, lead lawyer running the class action at Morris Blackburn, Andrew Watson, said he won't apologise for putting health of humans first. Human health and the opportunity for people to work safely and to not be exposed to a cancer-inducing chemical uh, has to trump the expedience of a multinational's profit and the expedience of uh, the convenience that goes with the use of glyphosate. So, So, you know, we make no apology for the fact that we are prioritising the health of humans above those expedients. But not all farmers feel this way. Some producers say they're keen to move away from the synthetic pesticides. Tammy Jonas is a livestock producer and butcher and the president of the Australian Food Sovereignty Alliance. Coming from a food sovereignty and an agroecology perspective, we sort of reckon there needs to be a transition to a totally different way of farming. I do think there's a responsibility on all of us, but in particular governments, to show some leadership in how to transition farms to more biodiverse production methods using integrated pest management. You know, there are lots of tools in the organic farmers toolbox as well, even though some of those may be imperfect. You have broadacre organic farmers not using glyphosate, so we know it can be done. And I would say that we need to be making that transition rather rapidly, given the biodiversity loss and climate change from the production of, of um, agrochemicals as well. The class action represents over 800 Australians who believe glyphosate causes them or their loved ones non-Hodgkin lymphoma. Many more people across the country believe this as well. Matt Irison, a grazier near Hay in New South Wales, is one such person. So we had two units going, you know, day after day for months, uh, into years, you know, tidying up country. And um, my cousin used to call my brother and I the, the chemical brothers because we were using it so often. So that was a bit of a joke around town. He still uses Roundup when required, 
always trying to follow instructions. I did have uh, disposable overalls, um, gloves and a respirator at times. But then I, I sort of found that if you had a breeze running away from you, try and spray with, and let the, the spray go the other way. And it was just, if you're out there in 40 degree heat, it, it became a bit unbearable wearing a respirator. I know uh, Monsanto says that Roundup is safe, uh, but I've seen a few issues in our in our family, family and, in, and in the district that uh, makes me wonder a little bit. My brother-in-law passed away in 2015 uh, from uh, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, which is the one the court case uh, they're uh, presiding over at the moment. He sort of yeah, had bone marrow transplants and, and um, with his brother and unfortunately uh, passed away after about 12 years with the disease. Mr Arison has developed an immune disorder and has begun to wonder if there is a link to his ongoing use of Roundup. It's called ITP, first words idiopathic, which means um, they don't know the cause of it. But I will say one thing, when I went to the doctor in Hay, he said, have you been working with organophosphates and organochlorides, which are chemicals, as you know, and uh, sort of makes me wonder how I developed ITP. I've still got it now. So now we have a strong picture of the role of glyphosate and who uses it and potential impacts if it were to be banned. So let's take our minds back to the nine-week trial, which sought to determine if glyphosate, the key ingredient in Roundup, is carcinogenic to humans and therefore causes non-Hodgkin lymphoma. Class action lead lawyer Andrew Watson said he is confident they'll be able to persuade the judge and achieve a positive outcome for all 800 Aussies in the class action. Not everyone that's exposed to other carcinogens gets cancer. Not everyone who smokes a cigarette gets lung cancer. But that does not mean that there's not a proven association between smoking and lung cancer. And in the same way, uh, the evidence we say will establish that Roundup and its active ingredient glyphosate do cause non-Hodgkin's lymphoma.